Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Presented by Bird Street Communities and the Buzz Radio Network. Birch Tree Communities, providing care for individuals living with severe mental illness in their own supervised home environment. Their staff serves as a guide to members on their journey to independence in the community. If you have a client, friend, or loved one diagnosed with schizophrenia, schizoaffective or bipolar disorder, and are in need of assisted residential care, please contact Birch Tree Communities Admissions Department or online at birchtree.org. Birch Tree Communities, a place called home. At Summit Utilities, we're more than just your gas bill. We're also your neighbors, and we're here to help, just like your neighbors do. Account-related questions, aid in setting up a payment plan, or assistance with rebate processing to help you save money on a new water heater. We've got you. At Summit, we're the keepers of the flame, making sure you have hot meals, warm baths, and a cozy home, providing you with energy that's there when and where you need it. Summit Utilities. Comfort delivered. Back here at War Memorial Stadium, we've got two minutes and ten seconds and counting to kick off between East Point Set County and the Bigelow Panthers for the 2A state championship. I'm Josh Neighbors, alongside me Jim Withrow, Kyle Sutherland, and also Caroline Derby on the sidelines. Right now, to our left, we're on the west side, the press box here at War Memorial. We've got East Point set about to run out onto the field, and then the opposite corner, the far right, if you will, that is going to be the side Bigelow comes out on. They are on the far sideline. They've got white helmets, excuse me, black helmets, white jerseys, white pants, numbers are in black. And then the other way for East Point set, they've got white helmets, red letters, let's say Warriors on them in cursive. They've got red jerseys and, or excuse me, black jerseys, red pants, numbers are in white on their uniforms. Captains are meeting at midfield. So make sure we see if we can hear what the referees are saying about the coin toss. One minute to go to kick off. Kyle, final thoughts before we get this thing going. Free PC, you got to feed your stud, Dennis Gaines. That's what got you here, one of the main things that got you here. But I'm also really curious to see the quarterback, Cooper Argo, Omar McCuston, his top target. McCuston's got 708 yards on the year, nine touchdowns, averages 23 yards per reception. But also two guys, you look at this secondary for Bigelow, you've got five or three guys with at least five interceptions. Bennett Wilson leading the team with eight. I believe that actually might be the statewide leader. So going to be interesting to see McCuston. You'd imagine he's going to go one-on-one with at least one of these guys. And, Coach, for you, your final keys. You mentioned last night something, you know, hey, even if you fall down, if you're East Point set, you have to stick with, with what brought you here. Yeah, I, I, yeah keep I, running. I think, I think East Point set needs to start fast. And yep. they need to get their feet under them really fast. I think Bigelow is is the older team. Obviously, we just talked about it. I think I think they can just kind of feel their way into this thing and go from there. I, but you know, the main thing we said at many times: do what got you here. Don't change what you do. Just do what got you here. All right. So Bigelow will kick off to East Point set. They will kick off from right to left across your radio dial. So if East Point set gets it, they'll be working from left to right. Balls on the team. We're just about set to go here. The 2A state championship between Bigelow and East Point set. Second game of the weekend, of the five that you will hear this weekend. Two more coming next weekend. Part of the First Street Communities 2023 State Football Finals. So on the team, Ryan Hernandez... We'll do the honors here and get us underway. Back to receive is Gaines. 
Kick is up, it's away. It's a short one. It goes just past the 30. Now it's returned up to the 35 and across the 40-yard line. Big hit there. And so the 35-yard line, called the 36, is where this East Point set drive will start. That was Jacob Gaines that took that sky kick and actually ran into his own player and tackled him there. Jacob is the younger brother of Dennis Gaines, just a sophomore. And so we'll see the offense come out. Cooper Argo, the senior quarterback, line up with the shotgun. He's got two wide receivers up top. There's a running back next to him. Tight end off the formation to the near side. Takes a snap. Hands it off right side. Gaines works. Gets across the 42-yard line, but he's met by a whole host of Bigelow Panthers. He's dragged down, so it'll be second long. A little bit, little bit different than what we, we saw last night as far as the use of a tight end here. You've got the use of a tight end and a wing right there. They tried to block them all down, pull the guards around, and kick them out. Not much there. Big difference also today is uh, we actually have sidelines to use, right? Last yeah. night we had uh, the eleven man or the eight man lines that were washed out by the rain and used this, and cones in their place for that. So we three wide receivers here, one running back. Argo takes a snap. He rolls to his right, looking for a man. Throws downfield, looking for somebody. This one's deep. It's going to be picked off. That one is intercepted. It was Easton Platt. That ball was overthrown by just a touch as Argo loaded up and let it fly. And he overthrows his man. And so now Bigelow will take over. Back to what I was saying, that Argo to McCuston connection. Now, who, I can't tell who was that. Was that, that, was, oh, that uh, actually was Easton Omar. Platt. They well, that was Easton Platt that got the yeah. pick, but it was intended for Omar. And that was Easton Platt's sixth interception. Currently, right now, Bigelow Secondary is up 1-0 on him. You know, right there, he rolls, he rolls out. They're double covered. There's nobody yep. open at all. He just needs to throw that one away and uh, and live for another day. So Bigelow comes out, shotgun, two receivers to the left, one to the right. It's going to be a run play off the right side. It's going to go for about three yards there. Now, guys, as far as these points that goes, this is going to be a 40 front. And it's going to be cover zero. What I mean by cover zero is there is no safety back there. This is straight man. They've got they've got seven up there. It looks like in the box or will be in the box. And it's and it's going to be tough to run this football against these guys. As we expect, Tipton on McCuston. Shotgun snap is taken. Throw across the middle, and that one's broken up. Great coverage coming across the middle by Tyrus Reel for East Point Set County. And that throw was intended for looks like Alex Shelton. So it'll be third down and about six now. So run play up pass and coach mentioned it. They'll they'll mix it up. Shotgun, three wide receivers, the top of the formation, one down to the bottom. Snaps taken, looking right, looking back to the left, rolling. Coming near side, throwing it on the run. It's a great catch made by Bennett Wilson. Now, I'm going to tell you the difference between a senior quarterback and a younger quarterback right there. Number one, he saw the motion. He knew it was man coverage. He rolls out. He didn't panic. Was patient, patient. And 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 the receiver broke off his route, and they got a nice little play there. McCuston had good coverage right. on it, just couldn't turn his head around right in time. A little back shoulder throw yeah. is what that was. Bennett Wilson also worked back the ball there, able to get it up to the 50-yard line. So, see, McCuston plays wide receiver, also does play cornerback. He's got the distinction today of having to check Bennett Wilson as well. But Newmeyer able to connect with Wilson. Pick up a first down. Bigelow is in business at the 50-yard line. Once again, working right to left across your radio dial. Newmeyer back to pass. Throws across the middle. Had a man, but just overthrew him. The pressure was coming from the right side. Yeah, he side. Heard those footsteps coming. He saw him coming, too. I think that affected him a little bit on that throw. Looked like that was Dennis Gaines that came in there. Yeah. Had a little twist on, uh, twist on underneath, and then, and then Gaines came through there. But... Uh, I tell you what, that that made all the difference in the world because as soon as, as soon as he saw Gaines coming, he released that football. As great as Gaines has been on offense, also the leading tackler on defense coming in with 85. As you said, coach, there was no safety help over the top there, so you better get that pressure home. Nothing on the back end to help you. Shotgun snap taken, second and ten. Now throw to the left side. That one's behind the receiver, but it's still hauled in. That was Brant Tipton 
who makes a pretty acrobatic catch to get about four yards. Absolutely. That was way behind him, but just a great snag. Now, the first time the first time they got the third down, they actually backed out and used two safeties, and the box was a little bit lighter. This time, they're still going to play straight man across. So under ten minutes to play here in the first quarter. Snap taken on third and six. This throw is completed across the middle. He's got plenty of space across the 20, across the 10 to the 5. It's a house call for Bigelow. Just the outside receiver came underneath. The, it was a trips to the top. The two inside receivers went vertical, and the uh, outside receiver came underneath, and almost like they really picked them is what happened. I've actually saw it. The one game that I did watch of Bigelow that I was able to find the film on, they actually did score. It wasn't quite as long as this one, but they did score on a play similar to that. So I, I, I Really, I'll be honest with you, I don't know how long EPC can play like that without a safety because the quarterback and the receivers are too good. Rhett Newmeyer finds his receiver. It was Ryan Hobbs who took it. 46 yards to the house, and the Panthers are on the board first. Kick is up. It is good. And so with 9.41 to go in the first quarter, we just saw Bigelow turn an interception into points. It was Newmeyer to Hobbs. We'll step aside. You're listening to 2023 State Football Finals presented by Birch Street Communities on the Buzz Radio Network. Picture yourself working at the job of your dreams, in the field of your dreams. Get a degree or certificate at Arkansas State University Three Rivers in Malvern and make that dream a reality. Interested in sports? We have an eSports team. Eagles baseball and Eagles softball are getting rolling this fall. Apply online at asutr.edu. Check out our virtual tour or schedule a campus visit. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Double Bees presents Joseph Pinion when he joins Randy and Rick each week on Drive Time Sports. Double Bees is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas. Double Bees, where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. 7-0 hours score. You're listening to the 2023 State Finals presented by Birch Tree Communities and the Buzz Radio Network. I'm Josh Neighbors. Alongside me is Jim Withrow. Also Kyle Sutherland as well. We'll go down to Caroline Derby for a sideline update as Bigelow takes the lead, Caroline. That's right. Quite the first few minutes of this game, interception turned touchdown by Bigelow, and you know they're going to try to keep that momentum going. The crowd's electric today cheering those boys on. And on the East Poinsett County side, you know, they're going to try to figure some things out defensively, I believe, and then we're going to see what they can do with this right here. We'll send it back to you guys. Yeah, that's that safety help at the top, right? I mean, they, they yeah. are playing straight man across the board. The pressure got home the play before. But, I mean, still, you know, Bigelow had a guy who was able to get free. I mean, you're living dangerously with that man covered. Yeah, you are. And But it's like we talked about when we broke is I think if if they put a safety back there, then you lighten your box. And I don't know if they're big enough up front to stop the run. So, you know, they just got to mix it up a little bit. And Coach Powell, he'll get it figured out. So, Newmeyer connecting there on his 28th touchdown pass of the season. This kick is away. It's going to go to the way out of bounds on the right side. That would be your duck hook. Or, I that believe. was the duck hook. That right was there, the yes. duck hook, yes. So That would be my my tee shot on number one, I think. <laughs> and two, and three, and four, for, for, me, for me at least, Coach. <laughs> exactly. uh, so the penalty coming right there, so it's going to be... So once again, it will be good field position starting off here for East Point set on their second drive, the last drive ended in a interception to try and get things going here against this big low team. The work from their own 35-yard line left to right across your radio dial. Shotgun formation. One of the sidecar, two to the left. Handoff there goes to Gaines. He's stuffed immediately. Good penetration. Good job. There it looked like it was Michael Collins, one of those seniors. Excuse me. It was uh, Dawson McCollum. Senior four. Well, they ran. They ran a little, little stunt with the linebacker and the defensive end right there, and confused him. Linebacker came underneath and and just stuffed it right there in the hole for a loss. 
So now second and 11. Handoff goes to Gaines. He's trying to operate to the left side. He's going backwards, and he gets tripped up. Great job making the tackle by Carter Alexander. Just pulling those guards, Coach, but just can't get anything. That's three runs and just nothing doing for the Warriors. Well, they're doing a good job. I know everybody hears the term set the edge all the time, but that's exactly what they're doing. They're setting the edge. There's nobody. There's no kick out. They're not getting the guards out there to kick anybody out, so they're taking away all that. Size up front, that big low defensive line causing some issues. Now, third and 12, 845 and counting here. A third and 12 from their own 33 yard line. Rolling left, it's Alexander, and he's going to be brought down. So he'll get about two yards back to the original line of scrimmage, but nothing going there. And once again, it was Dawson McCollum who was able to get there and make the stop. You know, Kyle, Kyle hit it on the head before we, right before we kicked off. Third. Their, their secondary is very good. Yep. Nobody's open. There's there's nowhere to put the ball right now, so it's putting them in a bind. I think this is probably definitely going to, it's going to be a shotgun snap here, but he's definitely going to punt this away. So Argo dropped there after a gain of two yards. He's got it. It looks like a punt situation. He will punt it. It's a pretty good one. It's going to bounce at the 35-yard line, roll past the 30. And that's where it's going to check up and stop. So not much of a running start, able to get it to the 30-yard line. And that is where Bigelow will come out for their second possession. Two games in a row that we've seen one team just pretty much everything go right for. Last night you saw it with Spring Hill there in the first quarter. So far, Bigelow's got the big-time momentum. No yards for East Point set in their first two drives. A turnover and a punt. Bigelow in good shape here. Shotgun formation. Three wide receivers. Excuse me, two wide receivers. That'll be three to that top side. Then one to the bottom here, running back in there next to Newmeyer. In the back is Alexander. Looks like the referee is adjusting something on one of the big low players. Like Shelton needed the piece of gear correct. It's not taken. Newmeyer throws. That one's tipped. And it looked like it fell, it fell to the turf harmlessly. It looked like uh, East Point set was. Good, their own momentum changer. Good job right there by Eli Blagg to get his uh, hands up, knock that thing down. So second down and long now. You see, you see, you see what they're doing. There's no safety there, so they've they've changed up a little bit. The two inside uh, defenders they are playing off. They're giving a little bit more cushion now. Man in motion now. Flexed out of the outside. Catch is made and across the 35-yard line. It is Brant Tipton. Tipton will make this now a third and call it about four coming up for Bigelow. Nice job to get six yards. Nice tackle in space there, too. Looked like that was Cooper Argo getting over there and making the stop. Third down and four now. Man in motion once again. Newmeyer looking across the middle, and that throw is far too high. He had a man, Brett Newmeyer did. Looked like he was looking for Martel Macon, and he had him open. Defender yep. slipped on that one, Kyle. Yeah, Macon was just crossing, came across there, and just way too far in front of him. And had, like you said, the defender slipped. So, had he would have caught that, he could have gone well, that way. They, they finally got a little pressure on him. Yep. They got pressure. It was Gaines again. Gaines came right up the middle and almost got him again. Fourth and four. The man might have jumped, but got back on sides for East Point. Set some confusion here. Newmeyer's in the shotgun, two to his left, two to his right, and it looked like the left tackle jumped. Yep, they're going to get a false start on Jacob Harris. Tell you what, that was some really good footwork, but (laughs) Jazarius real, the way that he he almost had the false start, the way he was able to recover right right there, that was impressive. Tenuous moment there because it looked like there was some miscommunication on the East Point Z defensive line, but able to recover, and then eventually the penalty goes on Bigelow. So now it's a fourth and ten from their own 30-yard line, 7-17 to play. Looks like Newmeyer shuffled his feet there. He catches it, gets the punt away. That one's going to bounce at the 35 and roll pretty far all the way inside the 20. It'll stop at the 19-yard line. So a great punt from Rhett Newmeyer. Now East Point set comes out for their third you know, possession. Did not change anything what they did on the. The only thing they changed up was they gave them a little bit more cushion on the defense. But um, you know that was a lot better, a lot better series right there by the East Point set defense. Got it. Got your defensive stop. Now the offense has got to help them out facing a long field. 
So now first and ten from their own 18-yard line. 7.07 to go. Bigelow leads 7 to nothing in the first quarter of this 2A state championship game right here on the Buzz Radio Network. Empty set. Taking his Argo and drawing it up the middle, but he's met after he picks up about two yards. We'll maybe get him up to the 20. They're trying to ho- different varieties of uh, running the football, but not much is working right now against the Bigelow front. Not, I, I, I like to play. We just mm-hmm. gotta st- they got to stay on the block a little bit longer. It stays on the block a little bit longer. I think you've got a nice play there. So now second down and eight from the 20. Man in motion. A fake handoff. Argo's got it up the middle, and he's going to rumble forward. He's got the first down. There you go right there. Now, that's exactly what they need to do right there. If they're having a hard time moving them, they need to start reading them. And that, and that right there, not to interrupt you, no, but, but that right there, that you know, that's just that's power read right there. They just read the defensive end, pulled the backside guard around, led for it. And a small victory. That's their first first down of the game, so just chipping away. That first down maybe giving them some confidence. They'll operate now from the 30-yard line, working left to right across your radio dial. White helmets, black jerseys, red pants for East Point set. Now it's going to be a straight QB run to the left side. Not much going there for Argo on the third straight carry for him. He'll get about one. You know, everything's going to change up. They do need to throw it more. On, I, I would say you need to throw a little bit more on first down. You had trips over here. You had uh, two over the top and one underneath. You, you can get some kind, something short right there to get you started on first down. 7 nothing. our score. Under six minutes to play here. Second down and nine upcoming. Three wide receivers to the right. Now man in motion. That one's Gaines. He's going to take the carry, and he slips a couple tackles. He powers his way across the 35-yard line and working his way up to the 40, or excuse me, approaching the 40. They'll call him down at the 38, so it'll be third and short coming up here for East Point set. Jet sweep to the open side right there. You can tell Gaines, he's a he's a powerful dude now. Yeah, that's right. Average 7.1 yards per carry. Sticking with the run are the Warriors. Third down and two coming up here. Under five to play in the first period. Three wide receivers to the right. Argo's got it. He throws to the right side. And that one looked like it was dropped, but eventually it was held onto and caught. Big stick from... Looks like that was Martel Macon who made the stop, and they're going to lose five yards on that play. Looked like it was it was a bubble screen to the right. It was a bubble screen to the trip side. The number two receiver should have got a down block, but didn't did not block anybody. Makes makes a lot of guys pretty good defensive players. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nobody blocks them. It'll be now fourth and seven from their own thirty-four yard line. Argo's got it. He's going to punt it away. This one almost got blocked. It's a very high punt going to the left side. It bounces at the 40 and then kicks back over the 40-yard line up to the 45. And so that is where now Bigelow takes over. Good field position. We saw a little bit of momentum there for East Point set, but not not, not a whole lot. Not able to get that short yard. I, th- I think it's the same thing we talked about when we started, Kyle, is East Point set looks like they need to kind of Kind of get their feet under them right. a little bit. They need to start, and it looks like Bigelow is the old, you know, being the older team. It looks like they're they're pretty settled in. East Point set does have some things to build off on that last drive, right. of course, with more pressure and that penalty to help them get the ball back. So shotgun take, snap. Newmeyer's got a man. He's wide open across the twenty to the ten to the five. It's another house call for Bigelow. That's another touchdown. It's Easton Platt this time. They went with the play action. They'll get flagged for the celebration, but nobody home on the coverage, and Bigelow looks like they're about to double their advantage. I'll tell you what they did. They put they put Platt down there at tight end, and they just ran a little play action. There was no safety over they the top. They saw that cover zero. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They just ran a little play action to the short side, and, and it was pretty easy touchdown. So Platt spins the ball and gets himself another touchdown. Yeah, uh, Platt there, nice little spin in the end zone of the of the rock, and official was right there. And we we might need to get go to Caroline and and how, see how she righted the spin on the ball. Yeah. Was it a good celebration? Caroline, what would you give the spin there? 
Well, guys, I mean, yeah, pretty good celebration. Obviously, they got penalized for it. But, you know, looking at this game so far, Bigelow just seems to be clicking on both sides of the ball. They seem to just be disciplined and ready, ready for a battle today. And so now another flag will come in here. Thanks, Caroline, for that update. Once again, sideline reports brought to you by Summerwood Sports. And we had offsides right there. They bring the offense back out. Yep, going to go for two right here. This is a big play right here. Yeah, they're going to get the ball inside the two-yard line now. Spot it at about the one. Let's see how they handle this. Still getting the play in from the sideline. Got a heavy set. Got a heavy set power set. And they got the two power backs. Looks like two... Two backup linemen or two backup linebackers. Carter Alexander will take the snap. He'll work to the left side, and he gets dropped in the backfield. Great stop there. Yes, sir. East point set. Dennis Gaines. Dennis Gaines making a big play on defense. Has not been able to get things going offensively, but on defense makes the big stop there. And so now it's 13 to nothing for Bigelow, but those explosive plays taking their toll already as they've Got another score on the board. And I'm with you, Coach. You said at the end of the last DPC drive, you went to the air once, the Warriors did, and ended up in a turnover. But I think with the way that they've just been playing the run, you've only got, what was it, two positive plays out of that. you got to go back to the air here, you think. Yeah, they're, stat- they're really uh, loading up that box on first down, so you got to get them out of there. And, you, and uh, you know, if, if you can loosen them up on first down, that's going to set up the rest of, of what you want right there. Uh, you know, I... I you're dealing with an offense right here that really knows what they're doing. You got a senior quarterback that knows what he's doing. Coach uh, Starks, they're all in sync together. So, you know, they're, they're going to have a hard time slowing them down. So, EPC's got to figure something out here on offense. We've had three up three drives so far the game, and Bigelow's got 137 yards of offense. East Point Set's got 13. One first down so far for them today, averaging 1.3 yards per play through those first three drives. 4.05 remaining as Bigelow kicks off right to left. It's a booming kick. It's going to get down to the 35. They were backed up on the kickoff initially. Return is going to go up to about the 40-yard line. And Bigelow is just all over. East points set when it comes to ta- in general so far, but the tackling has been fantastic from Bigelow. And especially with the longer kick that you had right there to get them at that 40-yard line to keep them from getting to midfield, that's a win once again for Bigelow as they've been throughout this whole game so far. So Cooper Argo will come out and try to operate this offense, which has been a really successful scoring offense, over 45 points per game this season. Argo has got a uh, running back to his left, three wide receivers that way too. Gaines gets through the middle, a nice four-yard rush it looks like. We'll push him from the 40-yard line up. We'll call it three here. So picks up a few yards. You know, I, th- I think that's what, that's obviously Gaines is their guy. That's what you want to start off with, with Gaines or something something short. When you look up there to the top, to the left, you've got trips. And and so you can work with something like that, some, some kind of short pass. Power run now up the middle. It's going to be Argo. He is stuck. And in on the act, he has been all day today, is Bradley Hamlin. 72 is the nose guard. He has had a big day today so far, causing all kinds of problems, and he's just a sophomore. You got something that's overlooked with this EPC offense. Argo's got just under 1,500 passing, but he comes in with 800 rushing himself, and he's the leading rusher for the Warriors right now. Four carries, 14 yards. Third and five coming up here from the 45-yard line, working left to right. It's going to be a sweep to the right side, and that one's going to be bottled up. I'm not even sure it got back to the 45-yard line. They'll give him the spot. Host of Bigelow Panthers coming over. Looked like it was a variety of guys. Jaden Dunlop was in on the action there. Schiestel as well for the Panthers. And now it's a fourth and five. And approach territory where you might go for it. Five yards to get. I mean, you're near midfield. Your defense has stopped mm. too much yet. Man in motion. Snap is taken. They will go for it. Throw. They've got a man open. He's going to get the first down. So the second pass play of the day. A tight window there up the middle of the field. That's a nice catch. Looked like that was made by Tyler Moore, the tight end for East Point. You know, and they've gone with this trip set the whole for the, most of the game here. They had the number two guy come in jet motion. They ran a little play action and hit the number three inside on a little seam route. 
gains a motion across the formation, stops at the end. One running back now, three wide receivers to the left side. And we're going to have a stoppage of play with 2.01 to go in the first quarter. Timeout taken by Bigelow here. They'll take their first timeout. Let you all know that today's game is brought to you by Summerwood Partners. Coaches, Summerwood Sports in Bryant is ready to host your next basketball or volleyball tournament or practice session. Check out summerwoodsports.com to check availability and sign up today. Summerwood Sports is a brand new facility in Bryant that can accommodate any practice, training, or party setup. Check out summerwoodsports.com to check availability and sign up today. So second first down of the game for East Point set there. They need to generate some more momentum. They've got the ball on the 45 of Bigelow. 2.01 to go in the first quarter. Coach, what do you think the Warriors need to do to continue you know, build and, and keep getting some first downs? I, I, you know, I, I would throw their bubble routes. I, I would throw the bubble stuff to your trip side and just all the short with a little bit of play action in there. They have they have to respect the play action when it's gains because they don't have, they don't have a choice. So you can get those linebackers out of there. You know, I think there's a lot of easy stuff in there to take if they'll just go ahead and do it. And you can go back to Tyler, find some stuff for Tyler Moore again. You just went to him, he got he converted yeah. that first down. He's got six touchdowns on the year, so mainly known as a blocker, but he is effective with the ball in his hand. Well, it, when we talk about play action to gains, that's the guy that's going right. to catch the ball. He's going to be the big guy there inside, and he he showed he can catch it. Both teams making their way back out onto the field. The sun taking full effect here. About 60 degrees. Beautiful day for a state championship football game. Three wide receivers to the left side of the formation. One running back is in its gains. He takes the snap, works his way up the middle. He crosses the 40-yard line. That's where he is dropped. So a nice first down run there. Actually, they've gone to, look, was that a quads almost? I believe it was. I think that was for uh, they look like they brought them over. Okay, yeah. so I, I guess more. Well, really, it's an unbalanced set, is what it is. Two wide receivers, top of formation now. Tight end, on the left side as well. One running back in there. It's Gaines. He'll go through and block, and Argo's going to take it up the middle. He's going to get about two or three yards. So they're content to just hammer away, trying to make this a third manageable, a third and very short. Well, and something else, Josh. You were just asking, Coach, when they were on their own side of the field, does EPC go for it to get the fourth down? I think now that you're in Bigelow territory, Absolutely. that's a no-brainer. If you went for it, yeah. If you, went if, for it, if, you get, if you don't convert this, right. assuming. Three wide receivers, same formation, one tight end that side, and running back is on that side as well. It's Gaines. He takes a snap. He goes up the middle. Works an offensive lineman. Lost his hat. Gaines might be close to the first, uh, first down yardage. He's at the 35. That's the line to gain. We'll see if they give it to him. And I think they will. They're going to move those chains. So another first down as we tick under a minute to play here in the first quarter. It does not look like they've really adjusted to the to the unbalanced side here yet. Still looks like they've got them outnumbered to that unbalanced side. I think they could get outside if they wanted to. Man comes in motion across the formation. It's going to be a fake handoff. Flag comes flying in as Argo gains about two yards. I think there was a hold there on that inside blocking part. <laughs> At the officials' call coming up here. Hate turf. So it'll be a hold. That's going to be a costly hold because it's not a high-powered offense at this point in time. They're kind of gaining small chunks of yardage, and now it's going to be a first down and twenty. First down 20 from the 45-yard line of Bigelow. 37 seconds in county here in the first quarter. One wide receiver to the right side, one to the left side. One running back's in there. It's Gaines. He takes a snap. A rumble up the middle. He crosses the 40-yard line, so he'll get past the 40-yard line, get down to the 37, a couple yards away from the original line of scrimmage, so now it's second and 12. Looked like a little trap inside there, didn't it? A little trap, and, and now that's... That's what they've done to get to this point is stuff like that. A bit more of a push inside coming now. Two receivers, one to each side. Tight end in there, too. Gaines is going to block. Now Argo is going to roll to his left. He's got plenty of space on the outside. He's across the 30, and he'll be tracked out of bounds at about the 33-yard line. So this will make it one of those third and shorts. And they're starting to use more of the field now. You're seeing that right there. Argo 
able to roll out that side, and he had so much space. Well, you're starting, they're giving them different formations, and they've kind of got them confused a little bit. I think they confused them on the unbalanced. That's why they called the timeout earlier, and now they give them something different right here. So at the end of the first quarter, our score, 13 to nothing. Bigelow is leading East Point. Set will step aside. You're listening to the 2023 State Football Finals, presented by Birch Street Communities and the Buzz Radio Network. The Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas proudly deliver reliable, affordable, responsible power across the state. But growing demand for electricity is strained by the elimination of sources needed for year-round reliability. Adding renewables like wind and solar cannot replace the on-demand workhorses of coal and natural gas you count on. Power must be balanced in order to meet your needs and the mission. Reliable, affordable, responsible. That's the Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas. Arkansas Medical Staffing is celebrating 15 years of taking great care of Arkansas. They vowed to never send their nurses out of this great state so that their nursing team can be at home to do the things that matter most to them. And now they are increasing that nursing team. RNs, LPNs, and CNAs, full-time, part-time, or PRN assignments are available. They work off your availability. Arkansas needs you, and Arkansas Medical Staffing needs you. Come join our incredible team at Arkansas Medical Staffing. Staffing.com. Back here on 137 The Buzz, you're listening to the 2023 State Football Finals presented by Birch Street Communities on the Buzz Radio Network. We'll send things down here to the fourth member of our team, Caroline Derby. Caroline, what's the energy like right now on the East Point set sideline? Hey, guys, I mean, it really, it's something. I think finally they're starting to get a little bit more momentum. They're get, The crowd's getting into it a little bit more. They're starting to uh, chip away, trying to get uh, back into the end zone. You know, you hate to see that holding call going to first and 20, but they're able to bounce back a little bit, chip away at that yardage, and we'll see what they, they can do right now. Hopefully they can keep that momentum going. Thank you, Caroline, for that update brought to you by Summerwood Sports. I'm Josh Neighbors alongside me, Jim Withrow, and also Kyle Sutherland. This is the 2A state championship game between Bigelow and East Poinsett County. Right now, Bigelow leads 13 to nothing, but East Poinsett on the move in their fourth drive of the game. And, Coach, you mentioned it's a switching of formations that have got them pretty good position. Yeah, they've changed the formations up, and they've got them, kind of got them outnumbered in some different spots on the edge. And, and they've taken advantage of that, and I think they need to keep doing that because it's, uh, it's, it's going to be tough here because, it's, like we said, this is an older group from Bigelow. They know what they're doing. It's going to be tough just to push them around going right at them. So it'll be third down and three to go at the 27-yard line. Type formation. Gaines gets it. He bounces off one tackler. He's working to the right side. He's going backwards, trying to get back forwards the line of scrimmage. He might get close to it, but he's dragged down. He's tough to bring down. Gaines is, but he was able to beat Carter Alexander there. Alexander actually had him in the backfield, the big low leading tackler, but like you said, Josh, he was able to stop the bleeding a little bit, but just couldn't quite get there. Dennis Gaines got back to the 34-yard line, or excuse me, 29-yard line after getting kicked back. They're trying to get to the 25 of Bigelow here. Shotgun snap is taken. Argo looking left side. He's got a man. That throw is high, but it is caught. Climbing the ladder and making the catch. It's Omar McCuston who picks up the first down. Just a slant route is all it was. Great ball and an outstanding catch. He went up and got that thing. That That's as good a catch as you'll see. They're going to need to get the ball to him. That was his first reception. And he's been one-on-one with Brant Tipton, and Tipton's really held his own so far, and then McCuston was able to get that first reception. No secret there about where they were going. Argo took the snap, looked straight at McCuston, who got into his route and made a high throw, leaping catch from McCuston. This snap is over the head of Argo. They're diving for it, and now Dennis Gaines will have to slide and get it all the way back at the 34-yard line. It's miscommunication right there with the center. Uh, Argo was over there. He, he, he was over there having a discussion uh, and and trying to get somebody checked and put him in the right spot, and the center went ahead and snapped it. Just a miscommunication at a bad, bad time. So now it's going to be second down and 27. Shotgun snap is taken. Argo Running to the left side. is going to get back near the 30-yard line. They have to get to the 12 for a first down. So it'll be third down and long coming up here. And at holding penalty, they were able to overcome that on this drive. But that bad snap has put them in a really bad position here. Third down and 18. 10-07 and counting the second quarter. 13-0 Bigelow leads. 
Man in motion. Argo takes snap. He's working to the right side. Throws. Got a man. It's caught up the middle. Up to the 25-yard line. Up to the 26 is going to be Tyrus Reel. So the senior maneuvers and gets himself back close to the line of scrimmage. But now this will make this a fourth and about 11. Bigelow knew that they were likely going to probably try to go with McCuston, and I noticed Tipton lined up probably about five to seven yards deeper than he has been throughout the game, and there he goes again a little bit deeper off of him. Trips off the formation to the top. One man comes in motion. Timeout is going to be called. Weren't wrong formation right there. There's no way that they were going to bring him over there to that bunch side because right. you were going to have to cover up McCuston, and they weren't going to yeah. <laughs> they were covering him no. up. So that's going to be a timeout to East Point set. Both teams have two timeouts remaining. 9.28 to go here in the second quarter. Bigelow leading 13 to nothing. And, and yeah, these mistakes, having to overcome these right now, Coach. I mean, they were able to get the holding call, but they had to pull out the passing plays here just to try and get back into manageable situations. I'm with Kyle. I I think you find a way to get McCuskey the ball. I don't care if it's a short, something short or something like that. Here on fourth down, however, I like the bunch set. Because it, there's a chance for him to go and get in the middle of the field. He is the point on the bunch set uh, uh, on the right side. I would go ahead and run that again and, and get him somehow into the middle. The SB Live halftime show is coming up at the half with Kyle Sutherland and Kevin Bohannon. Talking all things, obviously, this championship game and what happened last night. What's coming up this weekend? Full slate of high school football. You'll get to hear from Kevin Mohan in the 4A game. He'll be doing the uh, sidelines for us next week, so he'll be part of the broadcast team for that. I'm not sure if that's the one that I, I'm on the call for. I think it is. I think you do. I think, yeah, yeah RJ must be sure. doing TV, yes. Excited for that. Obviously, big weekend in both college and pro football, or college and pro, always pro, but college championship games this weekend. State championship games, always a fun football weekend from Thursday all the way through Sunday and for us even into next week, 3A and 4A. Well, it looks like it's a cover three of some sort. You know, you got a one-high safety up there. So it looks like McCuston, if he wants it, he's got him one-on-one right here. One wide receiver to each side of formation. Running back is in there next to Argo. Argo takes the snap. He's looking, looking. Pressure up the middle. He's dropped and set. Great job. Up the middle for Bigelow. It was, looks like it was a variety of guys, but I think Schiestel was the main culprit there. He picks up the sack. He's been fantastic on defense the entire season. And this East Point set drive comes to an end at the Bigelow 37-yard line. He sure has been fantastic. That was his team-leading 12th sack on the season. Came at a fantastic time. You know, and and They've got to give him more time than that. And 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 the problem is when you got fourth and eleven, you need more time. And Tipton Tipton played off of McCuston and just did a good job. Newmeyer takes it, hands it off. Run left side. Looks like it could have been a horse collar. It was not. It gets about five yards, Carter Alexander does. Three yards, excuse me. I really like that no call there, just letting him play. Of course he he did get the jersey, he didn't get the pads, but I have seen some call that. Feels like it's been a while since we've seen this offense out in the field. They've been pretty quick and efficient with their work today, Bigelow has. They're just short of the 40-yard line, working left to right across your radio dial. All white uniforms and pants, black helmets. Hand off left side, Alexander again. He's going to take it close to first down yardage. We're going to mark him right at the line to gain the 42-yard line. See, these are guys that understand what they're doing. They've, they've taken... They've put a safety back there. They've lightened the box, and what do they do? Immediately they go to the run game, in, in which they have an advantage. They have a definite size advantage up front, and it, and it looked like a, some sort of a pin and pull type thing is what they were running right there to the left, and they've gotten you know a quick first down already in two plays. That was only Alexander's second carry of the game, so you got to imagine he's going to get the football a lot more. 8-20 and counting here in the first quarter. Bigelow potentially on the move here. At their own 42-yard line, snap is taken. Hand off to Alexander. He is collected in the backfield. Essentially, immediately, looks like so what number was in there on the stop. Looks like it was Moises Penalosa. Penalosa able to get into the backfield. Still able to get a couple yards, though. Coming off the defensive end spot right there. A little, little bit surprised. That wasn't some kind of a pull right there. Some kind of a, a read play, but uh, again, you know they're they're looking at that box and it's lightened up, so they're going right at it. Two wide receivers up top, one towards the bottom here for us. H back in there, running back next to 
Neumeyer in the shotgun. Takes a snap. Looking double fu- double pumps, throws. He's got a man. It's just outside the outstretched arms of the wide receiver at the 30-yard line of East Point set. And we've got a penalty flag coming in. 40-yard line. Let's see what the call is here. It would be a third down and eight, but Nair double pumps. Looks like he had a man. So it's a false start. So five men in the backfield there, and that'll draw the false start penalty, make this now a second down and 12. They're giving them a lot of formations, and that that happens from time to time. You, you get so many formations sometimes when you're using a guy at different spots. He just forgets he's on. So second long, 7.29 to go here in the second quarter. Snaps taken. Newmeyer is rolling to his right. Throws on the move. That one's way past the intended retar- uh, target, Brant Tipton. Good coverage there on the outside, though, by his counterpart wearing number 10, Tyrus Reel from East Point. That's a third and long now. I think Newmeyer, he's, he's been off on the last couple of throws here. Of course, he hit that one underneath that ended up uh, scoring, but... I think he's, he's settled down some, but just kind of missing a few. He'll hit it eventually. I don't, I don't think they're going to have a problem going for it on fourth down no. if they cut this somewhat in half right here. Newmeyer today is 5 of 10 for 133 yards and two touchdowns already. Takes the snap, looking to the left side. Pumps now moves left side. He's going to set his feet, tries to throw it downfield. That one's going to end about three yards short of his intended target, so incomplete pass there, and it's going to be fourth and long. And expecting a punt here, looks like with 7.17 to go in the second, at East Point's that defense will hold. Eli, Eli Black coming off the edge again. Uh, he's really he's been two or three times he's gotten after him. He's knocked one down. I think he sacked him or, or rushed him, rushed him the other time. So if they if they can get to the quarterback, it makes all the difference in the world. The problem is you're rolling the dice. If you don't get to him, there's a good chance it may go for a big play. Snaps back. Newmeyer punts. It's going to be pretty good punt. Bouncing at the 27-yard line. And it takes a Bigelow roll all the way to the 21-yard line. And so 79 yards to go to the end zone for East Point set now as the offense comes back out onto the field. And one surprising stat, or one stat as defining this game so far, yards per play, guys, 9.9 for Bigelow. Explosive plays have helped them get there, but just two yards per play so far for East Point set. And East Point set county offense, they've, they've really got to help their defense out, Coach. I mean, they've, it was like four minutes left in the first quarter that Bigelow got their last score, and the Warriors' defense has really helped them yeah. since. Yeah, they, they've, they've kind of adjusted pretty well. 7.05 to go. East Point set working now from their own 21-yard line. Looks like a couple guys jumped. We'll see if it was offense or defense. I think it was the entire defensive line there. They got it all new. They got caught, so it'll be offsides. Nice start for the drive. Yep, smart move. Smart move. You, you know they're being really aggressive up front. You probably haven't changed your snap count yet, so that's, that's, a, that's a smart move by Coach Powell doing that. Take the yards wherever you can get them right now, and the more penalized team so far has been Bigelow. Four penalties for 30 yards, just two for 12 on the other side of things. The shotgun is Argo. He takes the snap, looking right side. He's got a man connected with, tries to get free of one tackler. He does, gets free of two tacklers. And pushing his way up to the 34-yard line, they've got they've got that bubble screen all the time they wanted. If anybody wants to block on the edge, and that that's the deal, they're not getting any kind of blocking out there on the perimeter. Yeah, DB Cannon did a great job. They broke about two or three tackles. Did all of that on his own. Can takes it up to actually only just a game of one on the play. We're under seven to go here. Two wide receivers top of the formation to the bottom side. One running back in the play. Argo takes it, throws it past Gates. It's going to be caught on the outside and taken across the 30-yard line. That is going to be Tyrus Reel, who makes his way up to the 32, and they're going to say he's got a first down. A little bit of extracurriculars the officials are having to take care of. Very competitive game, as you would expect. Just edge another bubble screen right there to the left. And I, I think they can run that all day long because the safeties are backed way off. They they are nervous about giving up the big play. They don't want to give up the big play, so they're going to give you anything underneath. First and 10 for the 32-yard line. Two wide receivers, tight end, and a running back. 
Argo works the outside, throws it right over to Real, who gets stuck immediately. He got planted by Brant Tipton. They read that all the way. Uh, number 10 just laid a boom on the other number 10. And, Coach, they went, they went, was that a you know direct pass there? The well, short side I, of the field, not I much space to operate. I think it was supposed to be a, a quick of some sort, but he kind of ran it to him first. Right. He needs to grab that thing and just get it out to him. Not much give space. Give him a chance to make a play with and that's it. That's a loss of four now. Second down and 14. Coming. Snaps taken. Gaines tries to work left, and he's dropped. He's going to lose a couple yards. But, again, this kind of looks like some of the earlier drives. It looked like they got out of sync in one play. Now, all of a sudden, they've snowballed it into two, and, and they need to slow down for a minute, get organized here, and, and get into a good play. Dawson McCollum on the stop there. And these negative plays are taking their toll. Third and 16, 525 and counting. This play is from the 26-yard line of East Point set. 13-0 our score. Argo drops back, rolls now to his left, looking for a man. He's got somebody, but it's all covered up, and he'll be dragged down at the 26-yard line. That is Jaden Dunlap. Josh, you nailed it. These negative plays just killed. They, they, I think pretty much the, most of the game, this EPC offense has played behind the chains, and it's just... It's really right now the fact that it's only 13 to nothing. I think the EPC's coaching staff has actually probably take that just because of just you've gotten a few things on offense but just can't put it all together for an entire drive. Under five to go here. Argo is going to be back in the gun. And so pretty obvious punting situation here. He'll punt it. It's not a very good one. That one's going to go out and probably be spotted. Across the 50, we'll see where the referee is marking it off as we speak right now. And it's going to be at the... Actually, they're going to keep it on the other side. So it's going to be at the 49-yard line of Bigelow. That's where their drive will start. Big series right here for Bigelow. Bigelow can really put this put, put them in a bind right here with a good series. So they need to come out and, and just... Take what they've been getting. Again, they're going to get a light box here. You're probably going to see them run the football here to open up this series. And Bigelow gets the ball to start off the second half. So, I mean, a score here could could put East Point set in a bad way. Yeah, Newmeyer in the shotgun. Newmeyer in the shotgun. Two to his left, two to his right. Throws it across the middle. This one's caught. And negotiating his way across the opposite 45-yard line is his receiver, Brant Tipton. That's what I was saying, Coach. McCuston's back. They've got a safety this time. And like you said, you mentioned the light, bulk, so, light box. So him back there, I definitely think that you're going to see a steady dose of, of Alexander on this one. They're still, they're still blitzing the linebackers, though, so they took advantage of it right there and just came right behind him there. Good ball, good catch. Gained of about six. Two receivers, the right, two to the left, running back in the formation as well. Newmeyer takes snap, play action, throws right side. This one's tipped, and it's caught by Bennett Wilson, who makes the catch for first down yardage up to the 36-yard line. Chains will move. So that's kind of what you get. If you're going to come up and jam the two wide receivers, and they're really wide, they're creating a lot of space, you've got to 